my god, I got so drunk yesterday and I woke up this morning, you know when you just start to have flashbacks and then it was like, I was laying in bed, sweating, obviously, even though it was cold, it was just the alcohol leaving my body. Yeah. And um, I genuinely could not lift my body up. I was like, what is, because I was just so sore, like my whole upper body I just couldn't move, and I was like, well, I obviously always skip arm day, but what was I doing that was just so blah, blah, and it's because right. for about two hours, I refused to give back my friend's baby, right. so I was just holding this chunky piece of human <laughs> for about two hours, forgetting that you build up the muscle strength. To hold a chunky human for two Over hours. time, yeah. You don't go in cold after not <laughs> holding any chunky humans for a while. And honestly, Chardon, like, my whole... It's like my chest, my arms, and my back is, like, really sore. For, and I don't, I don't... I mean, I was having a great time with him. He's a very cute baby. Like, such a cute baby. And it's the first sort of extended time I've had with him since he was born. So I really didn't want to give him up. But I think the alcohol had dulled the ache in my arms. So I just yeah. sort of pushed through. So... I think this is my way of informing you that in the not-too-distant future, my upper body will resemble that of the rock. I'm fairly certain of it. Obviously, all the work I've put in yesterday will erase the 30 years of never doing arms. Yeah, so straight away you're going to be... I'm going to be hench. Dwayne the Rock Johnson straight off the fucking Yeah, I'm going to be built. I've seen his cheat meals and I'm okay with that lifestyle. It's interesting, isn't it? He, he really fucking has a really sickening cheat meal once he a week, but that's all he has. Meal. And I'm, I, as I said, I'm okay with that lifestyle. But yeah, so if uh, <laughs> if the quality of my content today isn't isn't too great, then that that will be the reason. And I think the the point at which I realised it was time for me to go home was when I sort of treated it like my own personal just. AA meeting and just stood up apropos of nothing. (laughs) Right, guys, I masturbate on Thursdays for no reason. Why? Why? (laughs) Were you at least having a conversation about it? So, basically, it's like a hangover from my friend's Hindu. Right. Went and got really drunk. I can't remember. I was obviously being funny. I'm hilarious. So I was holding (laughs) court. Goes without saying. Goes without saying. And Mm -hmm. there's quite a few of her aunts are, they're about 10 years older and they're single. So, you know, we're talking about how exciting it is to be an older woman on your own. Mm -hmm. And um, I can't even remember, I think a comment was made about, oh, well, you know, I don't think it has to do with age. You know, I have to schedule in my alone time. Right. I don't know how much of it was jokey or me being serious or you know whatever it was, and then I said, oh, you know, like Thursday's my private day, and then um, so then all day yesterday, they were all like, oh, can we still not get a hold of you on a Thursday? Ha 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 ha! I was like, Shh, please don't. Like, what happens on the on a Hindu stays on the fucking Hindu, but they kept 100%. about six of them that kept referring to it, and I think 
think I just snapped and I just stood up and went, right, everybody, um, <laughs> if I can have your attention, please. Just so you all know, I masturbate on Thursdays. Thank you very much. Thank you. But- and then just sat back down. <laughs> Gave buzz, buzz, bitch. Buzz, buzz, bitch. In context. And like, my friend's dad's there looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you in my house? I'm like, just so you all know, uh, I masturbate on Thursdays. I have to announce this as I go into a room, yeah. any room, every time. Um, just so you know. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's also on my Tinder bio, my Instagram bio, it's my Twitter handle, I masturbate on Thursdays. It's in your work calendar, your Outlook calendar. Like Thursdays, masturbation day. Yeah, block Um, that out. So, yeah. Out of office. I think I went home about half an hour after that. Uh, I think that sounds about right. Of course, the million dollar question, Freuda, is, is that true? Well, I think at the time it might have been. But like, mm. <laughs> I just find it weird that you 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 only feel the need once a week, whereas well, because there are there are weeks in your cycle when you feel less like yeah. it, etc. Well, as as previously stated, I don't have a cycle. I am non cyclical. Okay. I'm very square. <laughs> I'm very square. I'm very I'm very hormone heavy. Um. But I think at the time I was going through like a bit of just a really busy period and was just like, do you know what? You need to take some time for yourself. You need to make a conscious effort to take some time for yourself. And I feel like, and this is going to not be a shining example of single life as a a late 20 year old, um, was that the reason why... No, at 30. the time I was late 20s. Oh, I see. Sorry. So, yeah, no. I know how old I am, thank you, bitch. Uh, okay. I'm really fucking aware. But I feel like at the time, I decided Thursdays because Thursday was like, you know, Thursday, Thursdays. Everybody went out on a Thursday. And I was like, bitch, you're too broke to keep going out. So, <laughs> do it, let's fill your diary with some new time. <laughs> Like, do you want to come out tonight? You'd be like, oh, no, sorry, I've already got plans. <laughs> buzz, buzz, bitch. It's buzz, my time. Buzz, bitch. It's me time. Amazing. Um, so, yeah, no, I don't I don't feel the need to book it in anymore. To I just, I'm imagining the 40-year-old virgin, you know, he lights some candles and turns around <laughs> a picture of his nan, puts some music on, like, never seen you looking so lovely as you did tonight. Oh, never seen you sound so bright. Buzz, buzz, bitch. No, so yeah, that was that was a great time yesterday, and I'm just really, really paying for it today. Like, I had to go get my car, um, and it's like a forty minute walk. I was walking around like looking like a hungover piece of shit because from where I am to where the car was. There was a co-op en route and I'd got about just over halfway during the walk and was like, I can't go on. I can't go on. <laughs> so I Come had to on without stop. me. I had to stop at the co-op to get some supplies. And I just bought <laughs> like a the ten. weirdest shit. Like I bought two cans of Coke, a bottle of Lucozade, some chicken bites, which I've not even eaten there in the fridge. Some nice. Max Strength jalapeno cheese crisps, tang of fastics, and some ready-made pancakes. 
That's quite a lot of food. I've literally eaten none of it because they're all like... <laughs> you just carried it to your friend's <laughs> house and back. Yeah, just carried it, put it in the... Took it, it's all in the fridge or cupboards or whatever. Because on the way back, I had to pass a McDonald's and I went, I'll just get a McDonald's. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. So now I've got all of this just weird weird detritus of snack food in my kitchen <laughs> detritus is and great. i just thought why do i do this every time and I, I remember trying to get some hummus as well for the crisps nice but they wouldn't sell it to me because the date it like it was for today <laughs> went out today you've had day. enough you've had enough darling no more of us <laughs> for you and i just literally just stood there and like this woman's talking at me and i just went well fine like she was like, no, I need you to understand. I can't sell it to you. I was like, yeah, that's. I don't give a shit. I'm not going to eat any of this anyway. Like, just. <laughs> but also, just sell me the fucking hummus. Like, I'm going to eat it today. Look at the state of me. I'm eating that hummus today. You cannot make me any less alive than I currently <laughs> am. Oh, and it's a chickpea. What's a chickpea a day out of date going to do to me? I've got a long journey to continue. I don't want to spend time. <laughs> I need to Deborah spoon. Talking like, about the hummus. Poor hummus. Like Winnie the Pooh dips his hand into the honey pot, his whole hand. <laughs> just do like splooshing hummus yeah, into your open maw. The podcast dedicated to those moments in life so tragic, so embarrassing, so pathetic and frustrating that the only solace is they make a good story. We are your hosts, Chardon and Freuder. That was quite a long gap, wasn't it? I really forgot myself. (laughs) It's like a dialing tone. Yeah, it's, uh, sorry, so I am just fully apologising in advance because I don't know about the quality of content that's going to come out. Today's been a journey. It's been Bit of a write off for you. Yeah. Obviously, I watched Pride and Prejudice because I was sad and hungover. Like, what else are you going to do? Which? Which, of course. What? Which Pride and Prejudice did you watch? Oh, sorry. The, the Kira Knightley one. Okay, yeah. Good choice. Good choice. It's less yeah, of a commitment than the yeah, epically I long. I have done the six hours. I mean, as no. much as Colin Firth does give me the fanny gallops. I mean, controversial, not that Colin Firth isn't absolutely stunning, but I a slight preference for Matthew McFadden. I think I, I think it's a generational thing. <laughs> we're, the same, we're the same generation. No, as in... <laughs> no, because I also have a preference for oh. Matthew. <laughs> Stop making fucking a sound. Do you know what? You're going to have to be patient with my brain today. You're going to have to be patient. I don't. My my brain, I've been in a first aid course for most of this week and it's absolutely fried my brain. Yeah. Um, like being inside like a windowless conference centre and doing a lot of motorway driving. I've just, I just, my brain has just turned to porridge. And I think in the end I started upsetting the instructor just for my <laughs> own entertainment. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give one example. I was just being a sassy bitch and yeah. just seeing what he would do. <laughs> right, okay. But on this one occasion, I wasn't actually trying to be rude. I was just... um. So he uh, he puts some numbers up on a piece of paper and he goes, "Is First of all, is there anything more anxiety-inducing 
then a big bit of paper and some marker pens on the I table. I fucking hate that. Don't it, even. it fills me with the coldest it's ice that, of bread. Or it's the right, everyone. <laughs> let's get to know each other. No. Fuck off! I never want to see these people again. I don't need to know them. And there was also there was a, an, a very nice chap there from my work who works for my company, if not um, anywhere near my department. Mm. But like. I don't know him well enough that I can sustain three days worth of conversation, right. but I know him well enough that I can't pretend I don't know him. Right. And like, so it's a constant thing in every tea break, every lunch break. Oh, do I sit next to him or not? Like, uh-huh. oh God, we've already talked about our holidays and lockdown. That's it. And it's yeah, day well, one. What? Fuck me. But on this one example, uh, Mr. First Aid has written some numbers and he goes, can anyone tell me the six types of injuries you'd get in your eye? And Excuse the thing was the, the six types of injuries you might get to your eye. That's where he's starting off from. That's his jumping off point. Is no, that the, no, this wasn't start of day one. This oh, was. Oh, well, get your time better. For, for I'm, what's okay. your name? Show oh me. my god. This is going to be a bitch. A bitch <laughs> to edit to make it seem like we're normal people. Um, we ain't normal. Oh, oh take your fucking hoodie off, you big sway bears. You've got, you've got your Lucy and Yaks on. I mean, you're having a slobby day. Are they not saved for the best? Oh, I've not taken these off for four days. Except for yesterday, obviously, when I... The crotch of those must smell like a fucking water rat. <laughs> I can't even claim that. That's a line from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. <laughs> in fact, in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, it's Sewer Rat. Oh, God. I'm sorry. So, stop besmirching my vagina like that. It's I never would. Clean. Not without your express permission. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what type of injuries can you get in your eye? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, just take a deep breath. It's all going to be okay. <laughs> Um, he uh, put some numbers up on the piece of paper and he said, uh, oh, can you tell me uh, examples of injuries you might get in your eye? And uh, people struggled a bit and we'd only put up about three and people were like, oh, I really don't know. And so I was clutching at straws and I said, this was a, this was a genuine suggestion. Can you not get it when you've been in a fight or a collision or something that your eyeball can all sort of pop out of its socket? It will fall out. Yeah. And he just looked at me like I was cretin and was like, oh, oh, well, Chardon has discovered the secret seventh type of injury you can get with your eye. Let's write it on the board. And he like sarcastically wrote it as the the final one on oh, this God. list. And I was like, oh, tee hee. Um, I've never seen that in all my days. Ha ha. And then when we broke off, we all had to research one of the eye injuries. And of course he gave me my fictitious eye injury like as a laugh so i was like right motherfucker i fucking know this is real so i got my phone and i was like actually it's called oh globe luxation or something oh my god and so good and i I recited it back to him in a real (laughs) real hoity-toity way and i was like uh, it's actually called this and uh, you can get it from sporting events or fights or if you've got a certain kind of eye disease and uh, blah, blah 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 I just reeled off this thing and yeah I don't think anyone in the class found it as entertaining as me but you know what I enjoyed it and at the I end mean, of the day 
Isn't that what Christmas is all about? <laughs> anyway, that was my first aid adventure. But yeah, on the uh, subject of work, the world Seamless. of work, yeah. that is sort of our topic for today, we decided. Was it not? Yes, yes, we I did. Ha- I have heaps of work stories, and I feel like maybe it's because work is the place where you're trying most to not be your real self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're trying most to project a... Uh, uh, like a normal an vibe that you are an employee like employable yeah. person all the time so, yeah which then puts you at a disadvantage when something ridiculous does happen it's just like yep. increased 5000 fold um, well as we already and, know you did trip up the stairs and end up with a gammy knee at work i did was... i did that took place at work yeah. there've been loads and also you know when i got locked out of my house and yeah. stuff and uh, that was all sort of linked to work. I think it's just the place where, probably just because I spend so much time at work, is where I'm statistically most likely to make myself look like a dick. Um, yeah. And I think as as the years have gone on, I try less and less to, to try and be someone I'm not. <laughs> I'm very much yeah. now like, hi, thanks for employing me. I'm a disaster, but I'll get <laughs> the job done. <laughs> like, it's best to just try and be yourself because... People will figure it out eventually. Yeah. After but, spending enough time, they'll realise how much of a disaster you really are as a person. But I've got so many work stories, more than this episode will need. Um, but, I mean, start at the very beginning, my first proper job. It wasn't a proper job, but I worked in a bakery when I was at uni. Mm-hmm. And it had a uh, cafe attached to it, which is where I spent most of my time. I was quite often the only person manning that cafe. <laughs> Which I fucking despised because they're just too awkward a person to work in public services. Um, and uh, yeah, so I was just working in a busy cafe in a very posh place at Christmas and was just surrounded by assholes all the time. On one occasion, we sold like soup of the day and it was sold in like a bit, served in like a big mug. Yeah. And so I'd have to like dispense the soup and put it on a, a tray in front of the customer. But between me and the customer is the till, so I'd have to like reach over the till to put it on this tray. And on this particular day, I was so wired, I was so like it had been so busy, and I think I was I'd been darting around all over the place. I was holding it like this, which is not a good way to hold a cup mm-hmm. that someone else is about to drink from anyway. But I had it, well you can't see listeners, but with my hand sort of across the top, and I'm gripping it like a bear grip from above this mug. And about a foot from the surface, my hand just let go. Oh, no. It just let go. And the mug of, like, red soup crashed on the table and flew up in every direction, including over the customer who had bought it, (laughs) who was a very posh Winchester lady with an immaculate white, like very glamorous sort of half coat half cape Mm. thing on very posh very nice and completely splattered and she went mental she went absolutely nuts um i was just like i'm i I just i couldn't apologize enough i was like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and she was just like do you understand what this is 
Do you understand what I'm wearing? Do you understand how much this is going to cost to deal with? And I was just like 20 years old, like, oh, I'm really sorry. Um, and she screamed at me for a bit, properly railed at me, and then marched downstairs to talk to my manager. And the woman who had been behind her, because obviously I just had to sort of, there was no one there to help me or relieve yeah. me. So I just had to sort of carry on. There's a queue going out the door of this cafe. And I was just like, um, can I help you? And the lady was like, do you want to just take a breath? <laughs> I was like, oh. yes, please. <laughs> like, she gave me a moment to fucking get rid of the mug and the soup. And and um, in the end, my boss called me in and she was like, oh, we're insured for this. We'll pay for a fucking dry cleaning. It's fine. She was being a dick. <laughs> like, you've got to allow for human yeah. error. Yeah, of course you do. I mean, the amount of bar jobs and stuff I've done, right? I've literally just poured drinks over people. Yeah. You know, you just, like, there is the... It's just like this phenomenon that just happens sometimes with your limbs where they just go, no, I don't want to work right now. Like, I've been working consistently and I will stop. I had it once. There's a, you know, the Peterboat down... Um, in Old Lee. Yes. I worked there one summer, not too long ago. And you know what sometimes like, the Lee women can be like. I don't know Lee women that well. What, well, what they're like. They take themselves quite seriously. It's quite a bougie area, isn't it? Yeah, it's very yeah. bougie. Like, so it wasn't, someone wasn't wearing some like fucking white Balenciaga coat cape. But, you know, people, they're, they're dressed up to go sit in a pub garden in Old Lee in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. And there was like, they used to just pile these trays full of drinks. And I remember getting to this table, and it was like a table of like eight or ten people. And I started to put the tray down on the end of the table. And rather than just go like straight down, my arms just tilted forward and I just basically just dumped this whole tray of drinks in this woman's lap (laughs) and I just stood there and I was like well uh, that was shit (laughs) sorry about that and like obviously all her friends were like because it was it was a mix of women and men and the men obviously were just laughing and I was mortified and I said I was really sorry and we went and got the drinks again and I tried to like bring over as much as I could to like help her dry off and like, you know, all of that different kind of stuff. And then her mate, one of the other women, just who was literally just following me around for a good five minutes, going, We should get some free shots for that. We should get some she's she's wet now, we should get some free shots. I was like What? Why are you getting free shots? It's like, What's the exchange rate on yeah. wetness to shots? But also, have you seen me? Do you think I'm in any position to hand out freebies? Like, <laughs> my manager's right there. I, I mean, I literally don't give a shit. Go to, I already told on myself, so off you pop. Like, I yeah. think they know what's happened. They know what happens, and they've not offered you any free drinks, so... Go away. <laughs> if the manager said no, what do you think is going to happen here? I have yeah, no power. Like, <laughs> Squeeze them out of your mate's fucking jumper if that's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> Rinse them out. Jesus. But no, but then there were other people I used to like pour shit on and they'd just be absolutely fine about it. Like, I think in a pub there's an expectation, oh, isn't there? Okay. I mean, it depends on the time of the day and it depends on the pub. But um... I think it always just, whenever you go to anything for service... Yeah. 
until we get served by robots in the next 10 or 20 years, mm. you're going to get shit poured on you. Exactly. There's just, yeah, in the, well, in, in Winchester anyway, there's this fundamental disconnect between the kind of bougie, rich customers who are doing their Christmas shopping and the staffing that was available in this shitty little cafe. Oh, um, so you just had one person at a time. So if something went wrong, there was no one to help you. Yeah. But yeah, something about food. It's food and drink, isn't it? That yeah, always. People feel the most entitled about and they can't understand when you can't do exactly what they want. Also, like they think we give enough of a shit. Yeah. Well, I did because I was a try-hard little... what do people think you're really that invested in their requests like if it's outside if i don't have it you're not getting it yeah um, that's why i didn't work out in the service industry really because i just couldn't give a shit no no and it's yeah some of the things people come out with are so funny as well sometimes in that in that bakery when i was working on the bakery floor which is more like a greg setup we we had this thing and you know you'll have them at most jobs where you have to ask for all these like upsells Mm. where you've got to ask do you want to add this on do you want to add this on and there was always one and on this particular week it was cheese straws do you like three cheese straws for a pound could you like three cheese straws for a pound you had to ask everybody (laughs) three cheese straws for a pound except it it was winchester so everyone who worked there was either well-spoken or Polish, and I was the only person who sounded like a fucking fruit seller. Like, free chase straws for a pound! Um, and, um, and this one man, this tiny girl who worked with me, she was still at school, so she was 15 or 16, this tiny, sweet little angel of a girl just turned to this um, very tall, imposing, scary, posh man who she was serving. Uh, obviously, like, older boomer generation as well. And, uh, she just handed him what he'd asked for and went, would you like three cheese straws for a pound? And he turned around and went, I'd rather die. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking reaction. He just looked this girl, this tiny girl dead in the eyes and went, I'd rather die. And oh she just my went, God. oh, um, okay. <laughs> Who feels that strongly about a cheese fucking straw? Like, I, okay, you, but... I would like to say, oh, well, you know, you everybody's worked in that sort of job. You know you just have yeah. to ask. She's not personally benefiting from the cheese straws being sold, is she? Mate. But then maybe they shit. don't. Maybe if they're if they're yeah. very wealthy, they've never worked in that sort but of I job. But I do think that there is a good, like, I always notice it when I go for dinner with people, whether they've ever worked any kind of service job. Like By how they be. treat the service yeah. staff, yeah. Yeah. Because it's quite remarkable, and uh, genuinely, there has been times I've just stopped being friends with people, yeah, because of how they treat. I was in a waitress. I mean, this is a long time ago when we were, because you and I were part of the same like extracurricular drama club. Yeah. And during a rehearsal one day, me and a group of people went to a pizza hut. I don't know if you were there. I can't remember. And then this boy who was part of the cast. And we were at a pizza hut. A pizza hut. Not a the fucking ivy. Fried chicken and a pizza hut. <laughs> McDonald's, McDonald's. Uh, we're at a pizza hut. So, you know, not the ivy. Yeah, the hut of pizza. And we were all 14 or maybe 15. We were young little whippersnappers. And this guy, when it was time for the bill, just clicked at the waitress. Oh, shit, Could you imagine? I mean, that would annoy me from anybody 
from a literal 14-year-old who has definitely just <laughs> seen his dad do it. I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are and your fucking long hair and your oh beanie God. hat and your fucking, oh like, gosh. and, like, yeah. the offspring fucking t-shirt. I think t-shirt. I was there for that. I think, I do remember that. Was that also the time you decided it'd be really funny to snort chilli flakes or pepper or something? Probably. <laughs> and I just well, me? Said, I didn't no, do that. No, the no. guy, the clicker. Because yeah. I, I remember distinctly just watching him do that and go, I'm too old for this. <laughs> but that's the thing, is that in the same breath, to be like, oh, I have enough self-confidence and adult to energy that I'm going to click at this waitress who's barely a year older yeah. than I am. Genuinely. But I'm also going to sit here like a goon and snort chili flakes on this table. <laughs> do you know what, though? I will say, so one of the most mortifying things that has ever happened to me in my life happened at my first job as well. Yes. Um... And it's still, it's stuck with me, you know, and it's that strong, you're like. So I worked at a call centre when I was, what, 16? I worked there for a couple of years after school. And then before I went to uni, I worked there full time. And I don't know what happened on this day. I can't, I can remember how I felt. It was, there was no way that alcohol was involved because I was underage and I was not permitted to drink before I turned 18. So, I mean, obviously I did it, but like two or three times um, and always with such high adrenaline, I could never really enjoy it. Um, and it was a shift after after school. So like I used to start at half past five. So I'd walk from school to the call centre and finish at nine o'clock or whatever it was. And just this one evening, I was just sat there taking calls and out of nowhere and for no reason, my body temperature started freaking out. You know, when you get like mm-hmm. the, the sort of chills, sweat situation. Yeah. I really started to dribble and I just sat there and just projectile vomited all over my desk. (laughs) (laughs) Were you mid-call? Were you mid-call? No, I think I'd hung up. I think I'd stopped talking to someone. Or I mean, I can't really remember. But I just remember just literally just being sat there, like, chilling out, typey-typey. And it it went just like in like 10 seconds. I just went, oh, I don't feel bleh. But just, they had to throw away the keyboard, the mouse. I think the phone had to get charged because it just went everywhere. (laughs) And I remember just sitting there and just going, I will never recover from this. (laughs) This is a low point. (laughs) I will never, ever recover from this. And it's honestly, it's still with me. Like, just the feeling... Because, like, it was bad when it happened, but, like, everybody's concerned, right? Yeah. But it was then going back in two days later and being the oh. person that vomited at their desk. <laughs> like, was she hungover? No. Was she ill? No. Was she pregnant? No. Just no. random. Just It just came out of nowhere. And I think the thing is as well is, because then it would be like, oh, you're the girl that chucked up at her desk, right? And you're like, <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> And people would literally be there like, why did you vomit on your desk? I was like, well, it wasn't our fucking choice. I didn't have options around. Like, I just, it, it, I didn't even register the need to vomit. It just came out of me. Like, 
And it was so What did horrendous. you do with the situation? Did someone come over to help you? Did you just Yeah, well I just sort of went like it just sort of happened. Obviously I'm covered in vomit, the desk is covered in vomit, and I remember just sat there like what do I do now? Oh, <laughs> like, oh no. I was like 16, 17. I was just genuine. They had to call my dad to come. I mean, my dad again coming to the rescue. My dad had to come pick me up. My dress was just soaked with, there was just so much. And honestly. Did you clean it up or did, were they just like, just go home? Just they were literally like, just leave. Just get out of this place. Like, <laughs> Don't stop vomiting everywhere. Just go to the bathroom. Like, just get out. And it's like, <laughs> these people, I, I just never get over it. Because I remember like when you were a kid at school and you know that like, you have the vomiters. You know, oh, I yeah. was never a vomity child. No. You'd always be like in the playground, there'd be like a patch of vomit with that awful stuff sprinkled on top of it, right? <laughs> and, a, and a chair. <laughs> yeah, and a chair. <laughs> right. Oh, I just sit on this chair. Do you know I've done that more than once when I was a kid. I'm like, oh, I'll sit here. So I was like, that's, <laughs> that's a sick chair. <laughs> just a small child coming up to you going, actually, that's a sick chair. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like I even remember like when I was that that age looking at that and going, How embarrassing for someone. When you're a child. When you're a fucking <laughs> child. Oh, how embarrassing for someone. Well they've got no control over that. their constitution and yeah. then there's you ten years later. Blah, just, just vomiting at my desk at work. Oh god. It's giving me the shame sweats just thinking about it. Oh my god. And but I, I think it's also very pure shame. Like, yes, it was dreadful. Yes, I wish it could have been avoided, but thank God I was the age I was. Like, I, no one could almost blame me for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, no one could be like, oh, well, she got really fucked up or... Yeah, it's like, oh, she's just genuinely sick and it's out yeah, of nowhere. Yeah, it just, it's a spontaneous vomit. Were you, sick again, were you sick again later? No, no it, it was out, it was done. I mean, there was so much of it. It was really a, a, oh my God. a overflow of vomit. That is but hilarious. it's never happened again since. Like, it's the only time in my life... Maybe that's just your reaction to working in a call centre, to be fair. Memory, just, like, spontaneously, like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only time in my life, in, in my memory, obviously, I'm sure it happened loads when I was, you know, a child child, that oui. I spontaneously vomited. And I really hope to God it never happens again. Oh, God, hun. Oh, no. <laughs> So that's my always my abiding work, just horror. On um on work and bodily fluids, uh, I've I think only probably one more story from that cafe, which is where again you should just fucking see me working in this place. I was just a whirl of limbs. <laughs> I had to wear a burgundy polo shirt with a little little hat, little chef's hat. <laughs> it was like a, a like a a sort of rectangle cap that sat on top of my head like a fucking pillbox like yeah. it was just ridiculous and um this cafe was just laid out in the stupidest way where as you come in the door you see into the kitchen so you can see all the chaos like there's no like hiding yeah. what's going on and on this particular day it was always a saturday or a sunday it was so busy and at some point in the day i had pulled out some cups and one of them had just fallen to the floor and smashed behind the counter with me smashed into a million pieces and at the time it wasn't so bad I cleaned it up very quickly all the big chunks and I was like I'll get a dustpan and brush into the little bits at some point and then not long later a very nice polite man had asked for a coffee 
and it wasn't he was like I'm just gonna go sit down call me when it's ready and I'm like okay so I did when it was ready and I handed him this white cup of coffee sort of over the top of a glass partition and as he took it away from me I could see where I'd handed it I had my hand sort of two of my fingers were through the handle of the cup and the rest of it was just around the cup and there was this huge red handprint (laughs) on this white cup and I just made this otherworldly noise I just went um, um. and he turned back to me completely innocently and just looked at me luckily not the cup and I went I've just realised I've put decaf and that's not what you wanted do you want to give it here and I'll remake it and he was just like okay and during this whole exchange he never looked at the cup and I just it was so lucky and then oh, I just chucked God. the cup into the sink and it was only then I realised that I had I'd, I'd cut myself on the broken uh, porcelain like it was just pissing out blood, and I hadn't noticed it at all until I'd seen just like just you see something travelling away from you, yeah. and you're just like no, yeah. <laughs> um, um, and I just thank my lucky stars because oh my god, if he'd seen what the fuck, I'd have just got fired. I, I don't, don't think you'd have got fired. Why would you have done? But it, I mean, because it wouldn't have been pleasant. It would have. Well, thing is, in theory, they'd be like, if you had an incident like that, you should have gone to the first aider and then put it in the yeah. uh, incident report book deliver because bosses always say shit like that but in practice if I'd have done that they'd have been like it's fucking Saturday afternoon at 1pm yeah. and you've got a line coming out the door why can't Why? how dare you have the tenacity to get cut at this time <laughs> um, I, love I love that but, it's, your, it's your tenacious nature that's caused you I know to, absolutely to injured finger <laughs> How dare I? How dare, How dare I? That was a great job. Um, mm. uh, and I got sacked uh, a day before my granddad's funeral, which is great. <laughs> Why did you get sacked? I was like, is it still okay if I miss tomorrow? Because, as you know, it's my granddad's funeral. And they were like, oh yeah, well, I've got you, Chardon. Um They extended my Christmas contract for a bit, but not for long. And it was mm. sort of April time, and they were like, yeah. You don't need to come in anymore. We don't need you. <laughs> and I was like, good, fuck this bitches. I hated all of you. I um, I love that. I've been fired before. Um, well, fired, fired. I don't fired, think we've been fired. fired. Yeah, what yeah. happened? So it was this awful, awful company. I was literally there for about two months. So I'd, um, I decided I wanted to stop working in London and I wanted to work in Essex so I Mm -hmm. I got a job in Chelmsford and it was for this honestly awful firm it was so sort of it was two sort of alpha jack the lads that decided that they wanted to like expand their company like they had like a waste removal company or something and they wanted to expand it right right um so essentially they grew too fast and then had to hire the people in when they realized that they weren't coping Mm mm-hmm and I used to have to do stock checks on, because there was like a manufacturing element to the company, and I used to have to do stock checks. So there's this one thing, it's called like a solenoid valve. Now, cool. bear in mind, I don't make any of this shit. I know what it looks like, but also I don't know, you know. Yeah. And I'd ask the warehouse manager to give me the numbers of all of these things, and he told me that he had X amount of valves or whatever, 
But he actually didn't have them completed. He just had the cases for them, but also had checked. But then I got the hook for it. Right. And this guy, the the owner of the company, <laughs> ripped into me in a team meeting about the fact that I'd said that there was so ever, however many vows and there wasn't. And the one abiding comment about the whole thing was he literally, he, he shouted at my face in front of the whole team. He said, an unborn fetus is more intelligent than you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? What? And I was what? actually in this meeting like, are you fucking having me on? Then I remember I had a meeting with my manager like the next day because I was furious. And I was like, how, you know, he can have issues with my productivity, of course. Everybody's got a right to, to not be happy with me. But you don't do that in, in a fucking team meeting. I never... You don't I... insult yourself. And I said, we don't... Because at that point, there wasn't even HR. The HR for the business was the owner, the guy that had told me that well, I was good. more... Inte- like, a, a gestating fetus was more intelligent than me. <laughs> And I was just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? He was like, no, I completely understand. I completely understand. And then literally an hour later, he was like, can we have a meeting? He was like, so, you know, we just think like gross incompetence, essentially. Not even gross misconduct, gross incompetence. What the fuck? We're going to have to let you go. I was like, are you having me on? But the thing about that that really irritated me was like, I should have been given the opportunity to quit this job. Totally, yeah. You should not have fired me. And then I got another job. I was there for a year. I cried every day. And then they fired me. Why did they fire you? Oh, I was really bad at it, to be fair. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough, I was shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I wasn't, I wasn't, like, terrible, but I also wasn't good. It was, it was finance. It was um, wealth management. And it was just a horrible environment. I wasn't, it, you have to be very sort of dog eat dog in that yeah. industry. And I wasn't. I'm like, they're like, if you achieve this, we will give you a £10,000 bonus. And I'm like, well, can you not just tell me I've done a really good job? <laughs> <laughs> I just need positive pos- reinforcement. Anybody? Positive reinforcement. I know I've yeah. never, never done well with that sort of incentivizing. I'm like, no, no I just want to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> And when they were eventually like, we just don't think it's working out. I was like, yeah, it's totally fair. <laughs> I mean, they didn't fire me, fire me. They were like, we don't think it's working out. Do you think it's working out? I was like, no. They're like, would you okay. like to leave? I was like, yes, I would actually. <laughs> there is one correct answer to this question. Oh my God. And they're going, I hate it here and I'm not good at my job. And they're like, so would you like to leave? <laughs> Probably, Do you know what? Yeah. What a fucking excellent idea, Cheryl. Yeah. I would love to leave. Not even thought about that. Not oh. even thought about it. But yeah, so yeah, that was great. That was a great experience. Oh, so, but I guess you didn't really get fired from your bakery job. You just no, didn't I didn't get, get turned to permanent. Have yeah, you ever been fired? Fired? I've never been fired. Fired. No, I've always uh, just left my jobs. I do have a dream that when I'm ready for retirement, I'll just fuck shit up really badly. (laughs) I can't even do that. I always leave like a really lengthy handover document. But in every, nearly every job I've had, they've not replaced me (laughs) 
which I think bodes terribly because it's like, well, we never, we never needed you. Yeah. Uh, I, I, one place I worked, um, they didn't have the budget to replace me, so no one ever read my extremely good handover document. Oh, and um, in the next place I worked, uh, they didn't get a chance to read my handover document because in the time it would have taken them to to hire my replacement, the company went into administration. Oh no! Nice. So yeah, all of my hard work. Have we had an episode since we talked in person? No, since we met in no, person? No. no. No, you came to visit me. Yes, we've seen each other in La Fleche. La Fleche. It was La very Fleche. nice. Yes, we went We went out. We went to look at some pretty dresses. We did. Um, which I wore white to, which is my basically my favourite <laughs> joke of the year. So we went, we planned to go to a wedding dress shop to look at wedding dresses for my wedding. And Freuda um, texted me a few days before saying, can I, I've got a, a really nice white summer dress that I'm looking to premiere into the world. Can I, can I wear it? I'd had on this it for day. months and it was yet to have a debut the weather was so <laughs> shocking every time I went to wear it. And I was like, uh, of course you can. On the one hand, I'm like, that's silly that you don't need to check. But on the flip side, I, I know a lot of women who would probably be quite put out by that. So it's good that yeah. you did check. But it was funny because we made jokes all day that like Freud was stealing the thunder. <laughs> and like it was it was Freud's special day. And yeah, we took lots like, of pictures of her. We took lots of pictures of her, like in a veil and a flower crown at the bridal (laughs) shop. Like, oh my god, thanks for joining me today. (laughs) Well, I'm just humbly trying to find my wedding dress in the background. Yeah, yeah. But then we know what I'm like. I am a showboater. Given any opportunity, I will make it about me. So that was fine. I don't like being the centre of attention, so I'm quite happy to have somebody (laughs) paying attention to you to give me the brain space to think over in the background. That's fine. We've, we had a great little weekend together, didn't we? We did. We had a lovely yeah. time. It was lovely to see you in the, the real person flesh. The real person but now flesh. we're back to the way God intended, speaking only once every fortnight <laughs> <laughs> over Zoom. <laughs> I've also lost the thing I had my outro written on, so I'm going to try and remember it. Oh my gosh, you're going to go off book, off book, off book, off book, off book. <laughs> okay, do it. Thank you for listening to Misery Loves Company. If you have a story you'd like to share, um, either by being a guest on the show or by emailing us, uh, that would be delightful. We'd love to hear from you. So share your cringe at miserypodcast at gmail.com. I mean, I'm going to say that was 70% correct. Are there any points I missed? You're mistelling them that obviously everything is going to be kept completely anonymous. So, okay. you know, never fear that anonymity will be kept. But, you know, otherwise, you covered all the bases. Congratulations, well done. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So now yeah. I need to tell people that our intro music, and I am reading it now. Um, That's fine. Our intro music is Zombie Funk by Steve Poloni. I really want to know what Steve Poloni looks like. Oh my god, I'm gonna stalk Steve Poloni. I say his name so often without any idea. Should we should we make some is. predictions? I, I have a feeling he's probably not old, but older, maybe he's about fifty. Yeah. And um he had a lucrative music career, um, which is now sort of and this is just a sort of little little side yeah. hustle for him and doing the the, the free music. Free. Yeah. 
But I imagine him sort of quite tall and lanky with a sort of receding grey hairline, but a oh. sort of ki- a kind, handsome face, maybe a pair of glasses. See, I picture literally the opposite. Okay, I go for picture, it. picture, like, 35-year-old, fairly Ooh. jaded, quite short, a lot of hair, like, just like okay. a hairy person, the good, like olive tinge to his skin and maybe like one of those like really well placed like cheek moles you know like a dark cheek a well placed cheek mole as opposed to a poorly placed cheek mole well you know you can have like a a mole like right in between your eyebrows you know that wouldn't be okay but it's just a nice little characteristic mole yeah i reckon he's unattractive but his talent makes him attractive just unattractive to look at, or un- is his personality also unattractive? Oh no, his personality is what gets in the ladies. Oh, he gets the ladies, does he? Well, he all, all the, the men. All the, do you know what? He gets the people. The people. He gets the people. Um, oh my god, well, this is our homework for next week. <laughs> 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 We're going to hunt down Steve Poloni and say, hey, he called music called Zombie Funk. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, I guess as well, you know, if you want to follow us, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Misery Loves Cast, all one word. We've been Chardon and Freuder, even if I've forgotten it multiple times today. Um, and please join us again. <laughs> yeah, you won't hear it, but we fucked up the yeah. pseudonyms a lot today. <laughs> I just couldn't remember anybody's. I couldn't remember my own name. I couldn't remember Freud, Chardon's name. I don't remember my, my, my name. I don't remember my real, real, real name, let alone my fucking real, pseudonym. Jesus. Real, 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 real name. Right. Well, I think that's a great episode. I need to literally take all of my clothes off. You didn't even say the actual outro. Oh. Oh. You bring the company and we'll bring the misery. Woo. There you go. Go away and take your clothes off, you sweaty bitch. <laughs> I literally am the sweatiest of the sweat right now. <laughs> <laughs>